Welcome to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Dollar Tree. My name is Lucas, and with me as always is... Eric. Uh, you know, you just ruined everything. That's, I, that was the point. You were using the dramatic voice, so I wanted to be as flat and monotone as possible to counteract that. <laughs> Well, welcome to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Dollar Tree. Uh, if you have followed us over from our other show, Broken Shovel, Homesteading for a Sustainable Future, this is a different type of show. We are talking about comic books, comic book movies, TV shows, books, video games, and we often use words like... Fuck. Yep. <laughs> Welcome, Eric. Uh, we're just coming off of recording our other show, so we're we're already warmed up. If you can't tell, um, here we go. There's like no news, right? There is like no news, other than so I went on three or four different nerd sites looking for news, and they're not even talking about the end of the writer strike on these these sites, like which is the big news story is. The writer's strike is over. They signed a contract. Uh, good for the writers. Bad for us because Netflix has already announced or kind of low-key said that, yeah, now that the deal has been struck, we're going to actually be increasing prices on our, the what is the ad, the yep. ad version. It's like, wait, that's bullshit. Like, you're Disney's awesome. so doing now it I, too. Now I have to get ads and you're going to increase the price of mm-hmm. ad-free because of this, and everyone's basically putting two and two together, they're doing it because they struck a deal, which benefits the writers. The writers get paid. The writers get more money. There are guarantees for the writers on, no, a certain number of writers have to be hired on every show. There has to get, be a guaranteed number of hours that they're going to work and all of that, that really good stuff that they needed. Yep. And but this the, is the beginning of the golden, the end for the golden age of streaming. Yes, because uh, the is... streaming has decided, the streaming networks have decided that rather than decrease profits, so it's not even like decreasing revenue, but it's decreasing profits to pay for these writers, they're going to pass costs on to consumers so the profits can stay high, which is the whole capitalistic system right now of profits over everything else. The late stage capitalism, it, it's it's gonna it's gonna trigger the end of our current society, and it, it's it sucks because things were great for a while, but yeah, it's it's fixing to get real shitty. Yeah, there's really no doubt about it. Uh, it's all in the shape of short term profitability. Like, it's not even about giving good content. It's not about making sure that their actors and writers are paid. It's just it's about this short term profitability. Uh, and it's just it's ruining our whole society right now. Well, and, and here's the you know, there are signs out there. And I want to say one of them is Futurama. Uh, uh-huh. It's so bad. It's such a desperate cash grab that it's ruining something that was once good. Like yeah. you're saying, and it's, Eric. Yeah. And it's and it's the, and it's really disappointing because you can see you can see the Disney executives hand in the creation of this. This is not uh, the the original uh, Matt Groening's creation anymore. No, it is. It is. Even though his name is still on the intro, um, I'm trying to get through the episodes, and I'm 
I've I turned one off hard... like five minutes into it the other day. I, I just needed something on in the background, and I thought I could negotiate that with Futurama, you know? Yeah, it's... And yeah, the, I turned it I, off. I, I... I just got through the. I, I made it through the the Wild West episode, and it was. It's not good. No. It's really rough. Um, unfortunately, which I love. All the other ten season, eleven seasons of Futurama. I love the movies, all of it, and but this is just. It, it just it became apparent that the executives said, "Oh yeah, we got to hit." We gotta make fun. You have you have to make fun of this. You have to make a joke about this. Yeah. You have to make jokes about this, or we're not gonna greenlight your scripts. Yeah. So it was. It's just uh, things. It's micromanagement at its worst. Yeah, and they are. And it's not even like when they're they're they're, they're they make attempts to be sort of self aware about that. But it's not even good. Like, the no. best example of being self-aware of that in all of pop culture, in my mind, is Wayne's World 2. <laughs> when they are doing, when they're building their studio and they are eating Pizza Hut pizza and they're taking uh, uh, Bayer, little yellow different, uh, you know, and they just, like, pack a whole bunch of ads into about 90 seconds in the middle yes. of the movie. That is gold. It is comedy yes. gold. But, ugh, it, it, you know, they were being self-aware in the funniest way possible. Yes. But yeah. I digress. Yes. Moving, uh, moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, that's about that's about all we have for news. Um, I guess the uh, – what is it? We have a few – a bunch of premieres that happened. Yep. I do, I do want to tack something onto news. Yes, uh, and this is, uh, and, and you'll know where I'm going with this right away. It is the absence of news about Jonathan Majors. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, absolutely no word from this individual. No word yep. from the courts. The mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll talk about the Loki premiere shortly, but um, there were no reshoots. Nope. Uh, no, no reshoots. Specifically, no reshoots. Yep. Um, I. I am cautiously, I'm optimistic at this point. And I also have another reason I want to be cautiously optimistic is they're talking about doing a a Martin Luther King biopic. Mm -hmm. And I think Jonathan Majors would kill it as MLK. Yeah, yeah. Um, You shouldn't use words like kill and MLK in the same sentence. No, you you should. Yeah, I... I, (laughs) You know what I mean. <laughs> no, I think he would really uh, do a. He would do the role justice. He has the the acting chops to really hit the brevity that Martin Luther King had uh, in in his speeches and in his in his protests. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His his. He had a very unique cadence. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, and uh, of note on the same subject here, I believe this was the first Disney uh, series uh, tied to either Star Wars or Marvel that did not require any reshoots. Yes. Um, And that might have been convenient timing because of the strike. Mm -hmm. Now they get to brag that they couldn't do reshoots. Right. (laughs) But at the same time, this is also uh, coming off the heels of what is it they they are saying? It's the, the... the Marvel's reshoots are going to cost like sixty or cost like sixty million or something. 
Jesus. It was a ridiculous. It's a ridiculous amount of money that they spent for the reshoots of the Marvels, which is again, I'm I'm hoping. No, I'm not hoping. I know it's going to be end up being crap now because it's like the director had an, had a dream for this movie. The actors put that dream to to it, and then the executives saw it and said, "Nope, this is all the things we want to change." Yeah, it's not even. It's not even Kevin. Like Kevin Feige was doing great, but I I hate this new Bob Iger generation of executives. That now that they fired the guy who was letting just that things go. Like, hey, you guys want to make the thing. We got these great shows from the old head because we got Loki. We got WandaVision. Uh, I know people didn't like what Falcon and the Winter Soldier so much, but I did. Uh, we got these great shows without a lot of executive fingers in the pot. Yeah, let uh, the creatives be creative yep. and, and you get good things. Exactly, but then it see in it, but it feels like with the, like Book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian season Ugh. three, uh, the Secret Invasion. You can very much see Bob Iger in the executive's hands in these scripts now. I had just forgotten that Secret Invasion existed, Eric, until you just said Sorry. that fucking words. Uh, anyway. Do you yeah. have any other news, or do you want to talk about uh, something? We got good? premieres of stuff like. Yeah, uh, I know yeah. you watched. You watched the premiere of Our Flag Means Death. All three episodes. Yes. Nice. Uh, excellent. I'm, I I figured it was going to be excellent. Uh, it looks great. I am just holding, waiting for Max to give me another uh, really sweet deal because I had a coupon that gave me four months of fifty percent off, and I kind of slept on it and then forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah, so, my the fault. chances you're going to get any more of those. I mean, unless everybody starts dropping services because the prices are going up and the quality is going down, mm-hmm. of course. Um, but yeah, uh, spoiler-free review uh, as, as far as these first premiere episodes go. Uh, Taika Waititi, it, his acting chops have gone way up. We've had some nice. really interesting turns as far as who is loyal to who and where they go and what they're doing. Nice. It's, it's, it's super... <clears throat> interesting uh absolutely loving it can't wait for it in the next episode nice i am going yeah i will at some point in the near very near future probably coupon or no coupon be renewing max because for at least a month or two for stuff and then canceling it again because i also am debating between that and uh doing a prime for a month or two because the uh the gen v premiered and it's actually getting good Decent reviews. Okay. Yeah, we're having another conversation about uh, dropping services at home. So. Yep. Uh, if my um, son and it's didn't of this crap, watch, it's the commercials. Yeah. And... Yeah, like I've got. I'm down to. I said three, but I lied. It's actually four. Four, because I've got. I've got two animes. Then I have two anime streaming services, Hulu, Disney Plus, which I count as one. And then mm-hmm. Netflix. Right. And that's that's what I'm down to right now. And I was going to cancel one of the anime ones, but when I went to cancel, they're like, hey, if you don't cancel, we'll give you a month for half off. <laughs> and it's just like, and that one's actually kind of cheap. Like, the anime ones are cheap. Like, it's five ninety nine for one and seven ninety nine for the other. Uh, and so the five ninety nine one was the one they offered me half off, which is like, oh, darn, two ninety nine for a month? That's... 
that's worthwhile. But yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to get a Prime for a month around the holidays just because it's worthwhile to have it around the holidays for, for buying the stuff I get for the kids for holidays. Yeah. Okay. And I get shows for a month. Yeah, there you go. What else premiered? Gen uh, V. Gen well, v neither of us have seen it. Neither of us have seen it yet. Uh, the Wheel of Time has second season, but that's Get, high fantasy. Yeah. And you, you're not a high fantasy fan. You know, you again, I hear tones of your sister. Uh, high fantasy. You know? you know, It's just, you guys are so dismissive of me. Hey, you're the one that crapped all over the uh, your attempts to watch the Lord of the Rings series. Okay, first of all, I want to talk about that. So they came out with a statistic on the, the Lord of the Rings series, and only like... Oh God, I wish I had the number in front of me. It's less than thirty percent of the people who started that series finished it. Wow! Like, Yay, being I'm in the minority. Yay! Yeah, but <clears throat> who are you going to talk to about it? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. I talked to. I go to the subreddit where the people. I even I can't even go to the subreddit because the the Lord of the Ring book people. And oh, the yeah, Lord yeah. of the Ring, the and then you have the Lord of the Ring movie trilogy people, mm-hmm. and then you have this the very minority group of just like it's Lord of the Rings, but it's told through by it, it's somebody else, somebody's interpretation of Tolkien's writings, which yep. is what I like. I'm which like, is also fucking bleeding over into Ahsoka. I had to leave right. the Ahsoka subreddit because everybody's like, no, this is just Lord of the Rings. Me. I, yeah, we'll get to, Ahsoka was amazing, and we'll get, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, let's go to what what else we've been watching now, because that's, that's all I had. Um, I mean, I have a, uh, we had some deaths that I, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, uh, so this lead singer Smash Mouth passed. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, that was unfortunate. Uh, yeah, he young. was young. He was only fifty-four. Yeah, um, he uh, pretty famously never stopped drinking. Yep. So. Yeah, he was in hospice care, and with like within a day or two of him being announced in hospice care, he w- he passed. Yeah. So. But all know. right. Yes, it happens. We it is sad. Uh, on to uh, what we're watching. Because I watched some stuff that I really enjoyed besides the uh, the Ahsoka and Loki, um, but then I've also I've also been playing video games. I've been really enjoying Starfield, um, and started a, a new playthrough of Cyberpunk now that uh, 2.0 has released and the new DLC is out. Okay, yeah. So, tell me about Star Fox. Star Fox. Star Fox. It was. Boom, Gabby. It's. I am bumping <laughs> up against. 72 hour or 70 hours played right now. Um, I'm just, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying exploring planets. I'm enjoying these space battles. Cause now that I have an upgraded ship and don't die all the time, it's Uh really fun. Um, I have some really powerful guns and I basically just mow through enemies with my guns. (laughs) Uh, and it's a, an intriguing story, and I mean, I'm honestly, I'm just enjoying exploring and doing stuff. Like I've, I realized that like I'd bit put almost forty hours in, and it barely touched the main story. Wow. 
Yes, but that's all I did in Skyrim. In, in Skyrim as well, like I just played, I just wandered around and did shove it, stuff in that game and enjoyed the crap out of it. That's the way so, I was with Red Dead Two. Yep, um, that's a great game for just, that too. Oh, look, a side mission. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yep, side mission. Oh, wait, there's a legendary creature nearby me. Yep. Oh, yay! Time to go hunting. Yep. Uh, so I'm enjoying it. Um, it's. I know people are crapping all over it. They're they're not enjoying it so as much, but I am not in that crowd. Um, I am entertained. Good. Um, I've been rewatching uh, uh, Agents of Shield. Nice. That's yeah. That that's a very the early seasons are really good. The latter seasons are underrated. The last few seasons go just what the fuck is going on so i'm into the whole uh they're nearing the time the the storyline wrap up of um i always want to call them legion uh hive uh, oh yes you know so we're dealing with a lot of kree and a lot of that lore which is pretty cool it was yes, kind of I... filling in gaps in early marvel um, it does and then but then they i think it's the season I go, the season where they they were Coulson and the and a couple other star on the alien planet is where I just kind of got lost. I came back on for the Ghost Rider season oh, and then the got best. lost again. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking for. Um, yeah, because the Ghost Rider. Yeah, because I would love to see Robbie Ray's actor come back uh, and reprise his role in the MCU as Ghost Rider. So no, let's just segue here a little bit. Secret Invasion is coming up what do you do you think things like agents of shield should be popping up in secret invasion um do you think you know we should be seeing characters from things that have they're canon technically but like we've kind of just politely yeah i i've come to the point that it's that pre the I mean, Deadpool the... is apparently leading into this. Is my yes, Deadpool's leading into this. Uh, but I, my feeling on it is, it's Agents of Shield always has been just like Deadpool, one of those alternate timelines that was within the uh, what we call the the central finite uh, the, the, the 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 time stream. Right. Uh, they were they were branches within the time stream that stayed within and didn't. And didn't but branch off far, um, but I think we are going to see more of. I really hope they fully tie in that no, the at the Agents of Shield universe happened over here, where I believe it's because the snap doesn't occur in the Agents of Shield universe. Well, I'll be able to let you know next episode. That, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I know, but but some of these characters, though, specifically, mm-hmm. like you know, Daisy. Um, yes. You know, but who Wink. is a mutant? But well, who who is actually not a mutant? In, not a mutant is an inhuman. She's an inhuman in the in in the Agents of Shield, which I kind of felt like was an interesting take on the character because in comics she's a mutant. Right. Um, but I don't know. We've got this whole mixed bag of of. Supers, mutants, inhumans, uh, like, are they going to bring inhumans back in? Uh, you know, um, Black Bolt was pretty well received in, in 
Doctor Strange. Yeah, because he was good. Because like in the show, he was not. No. he was not good. <laughs> well, and that wasn't the actor's fault in that situation. <laughs> no, that wasn't. Think. That was a that that was another one of those instances of uh, the the executives not letting the director direct. Yeah. Um. So uh, I guess we, again, this is going to be a wait and see. Yep. Um. What else have I been watching? <clears throat> kind of it it's just oh <laughs> well to the inspiration of the resurrection of who and the what megan and i just completed watching all five uh final destination movies oh so, <laughs> which are suddenly all on hbo uh so nice. we we went ahead and plowed through those and yep. you know just have good laughs and uh, yeah nice those are those are always fun and there is fun. Still, i love the i there's love a reboot this. coming Oh yeah, right. The reboot's coming. Right. So I started fan casting a reboot, and that's what inspired this. Uh, who and the what? Which we'll talk who about. Who and the a what? Bit. Which it, like I almost want to do like a TikTok series of all my ideas of these. <laughs> you should. Because I just I keep coming up with more of them, and like if you as soon as you get out of spooky season, they're not as fun to do. Right. But. What I've been watching lately is, uh, I don't know if we talked about it last episode, I watched uh, all of Solar, the new season of Solar Opposites. A little bit. I think it was just getting going then. Yep, uh, that was good. That, I enjoyed it. Uh, the new act, the new voice actor is great. Um, I watched all of One Piece finally. which oh, uh-huh. the, the live action One Piece, which I enjoyed. It was great. <laughs> good. I mean, I don't really know anything about it. It's an anime, right? It's an anime, and I mean, even even if you've never seen the anime, I recommend giving it a chance because it's just this, it's this off the wall, bonkers, gets a little horror-y for a couple episodes because it goes from ser- it goes from like like silly to serious, uh, very quickly a lot and and emotional. Like there's a scene uh, in the. the second to last episode that like I had me tearing up a little bit because it just it's so well done uh from the at being adapted from the anime and the the manga originally nerd nerd yep (laughs) what else you been is it so it's good Um, I dig it it's good it's really good I enjoyed it 10 out of 10 recommend it uh the other thing I watched that's of note um uh, to start off my spooky season watching, I watched Brand New Cherry Flavor. I keep seeing it come across. Is it good? It's... I enjoyed it. I wouldn't call it good. Okay. It gets... It's it's fucked up, though. <laughs> wow. It has got some body horror going on. A lot uh, of body horror going on. I don't on. like body horror. Yeah, if you don't like body horror, love, like... Yeah, yeah, I mean, even though, like, I just watched somebody get their head taken off with a NASCAR wheel, you know, but... Um, God, yeah, uh, the... What is it? The that the actor, he's in, um... He's in Shadow and Bones. He's in, uh... He was in the Punisher series. Um, his, uh, What's his... God damn it, I can't think of the actor's name. You talking about most recent Punisher? Yeah, most of the yeah the most recent Punisher show, uh, Russo, the guy who plays Russo. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of his name, but like really good actor, but mm-hmm. tends to die in a lot of his shows, and he actually gets <laughs> to make a it, it makes a meta joke of like in the show of like I 
you know, I, I die in almost all of my movies. <laughs> and he, and at one point, he at the end, end he gets his head ripped off by these, these zombies, like creatures that are minions of the witch that's kind of manipulating everything. And so girl, while on peyote, rips her own eye out and eats it. So it's... That's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, very... I enjoy. I, I enjoyed it. I wouldn't call it good, but I wouldn't call it bad it either. We kind of launched our spooky season with uh, rewatching the Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. Ooh, very uh, which good. Because is a I'm, really good one. Very good one. Uh, I really want to watch. I'm gonna wait till after I watch the Fall of House Usher, but I'm gonna do because that comes out later this week, and I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Because um, Michael Flanagan does some great Halloween horror. Um, Midnight Club, I will say, is kind of the low, but mm-hmm. Midnight Mass is great. Haunting of Hill House is great. Yep. Uh, Fall of House Usher looks uh, really good, and okay. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Yeah, I haven't I haven't really looked into it, so I'm pretty spoiler free. So that's great. Yeah, my Marco's gonna actually gonna watch it. Um, I watched the trailer, and then it showed like the whole like trailer, and then what the name was, and Marco's like. There's a Robert Frost poem like that. I'm like, yes, the, he based it off the Robert Frost poem. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, and the, the sequel to uh, The Haunting of Hill House, or just the, not sequel really, but um, the um, uh, Bly Manor, that is based on oh, yep. Turn of the Screw. Yep. <clears throat> so. Yes, he does Yeah, he does stuff based, a lot of based on works. We know stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, should we get into Ahsoka? Yes, into Ahsoka because we have this is a pr- pretty broad. Would, do we want to do like do we? Yeah, do we want to walk through like the whole plot of everything, or just kind of like highlights, or just talk about it? I think because sort of talking about it with 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 some highlights because I I definitely right. you know where we we definitely make room for our favorite moments. Um, yeah, and uh, I think it you know. My only takeaways from the whole thing is it started a little slow. But um, they all tend to start a little yeah. slow. And that's but that's how good good thematic storytelling works. I'm gonna the hold st- you to that. I'm gonna hold you to that when we get to Loki. Um, okay. Well <laughs> Loki's a di- Loki's a different it's piece of season two. It's a season two, uh, so but but like I look at a new a new hope. It very much has a very slow burn yeah. start, but then once it gets going, it's like boom 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 boom, and it goes. It was kind of a you know so, but they, Feloni kind of laid a lot out that without explanation, which I think mm-hmm. frustrated a lot of people. So yes, Sabine was Ahsoka's apprentice. Yep, and has like fuck all for force powers um yeah, so we so we think well yeah she eventually you know she's like <clears throat> a six-year-old in front of a, a grocery store door at the end but um <clears throat> pretending she has well she she does it but she does it I mean. but I, I like hu yang's hu yang's uh explanation for that is that everybody has latent force abilities to some degree it's just a matter of letting go of your attachments to be able to and believing like half of it's like it's you have to believe that the that it is a thing that you have these that you can do it. Yes. And she had to, too, at that point. She did. But, she absolutely had to. She Ezra did not give her a choice. 
Yeah. But we're getting way ahead. <laughs> way ahead of ourselves. So our, f- our first episode, we are introduced, uh, reintroduced to uh, Morgan Elsbeth. Uh, yes. We are introduced to... Uh, 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 Balin and and Shin, yep. uh, really the stars of this whole freaking sto- show. I, Morgan was really the underrated villain, the most underrated Star Wars villain to date. Yes, yeah, and and underutilized, I think. Underutilized, she was, but at the same time, like she's very clearly like she is both for the Emperor and wanting to see the rise of the Night Sisters again. And doing and, whatever she can to make that happen. And great in close combat, as we saw in Mandalorian um, Season 3, and then yes. again at the end of this episode. Yes. Um, oh, such good combat. Mm. So that, that, that first episode at that temple with Ahsoka, mm-hmm. when we're, we're sort of, all of these things are falling into place, and we've got the, yep. uh, which droid was it that showed up? The oh, HK. the HK, the HK assassin droids. Oh, such a good fight. Great way such to start. A- and this is when I started yelling at you about, you know, aliens and uh, other civilizations and um, the Zepho. Yes, the Zepho. I am solidly convinced it's the Zepho. Yes, but even would, I, I, I'm more more thinking that we're going to get more of the the Mortis gods than. Mm, but they're on Death Amir. Okay, so. But yes, all right. Onward, how does this go onward, forward? Yeah, this goes for so we go from uh, so Ahsoka gets the map. We get the, the the badass fight of her fighting the HK droids, which episode three her fight with the HK and Maroc I found was better. Where they this the, the cinematography of both of them stabbing the HK droid and then both like twisting around and just like the droid just falling in a heap yeah. of pieces it's like oh that is peak star wars right there uh but yeah so ahsoka has the map but she needs help translating it Hera's like you know who you need to talk to yes so she's forcing these two that had like a like a falling out they had a falling out because ahsoka we find out later on that ahsoka with reasonable reason uh, stop teaching Sabine uh, the ways of the Jedi because she was v- clearly concerned that Sabine took the fall of Mandalore too too close to the heart mm-hmm. and was going to go down the path that Anakin did. Yeah. She lost her entire family. and uh, She lost her entire culture. Yeah. Uh, her entire homeworld, the whole bit. Mm-hmm. It's the whole... But yes, that is like, we find that... This, all like this is what I say is like the all of the plot came together at the end, and we had so much told in the last episode. Yeah, and I think this was to the frustration of the viewers. I I never found myself frustrated, but in retrospect, I can be like, well, I can see you know it would have been nice to you know have some background of this mm-hmm. sudden new development, but yes. um whatever, it's okay. But yeah, it so all, so things have been. Yep, Ahsoka and Sabine had had a falling out. Uh, Ahsoka's living on Lothal, which we got Lothal, which looks gorgeous. We got well, Lothal Sabine's cat. living on Lothal. Ahsoka's yes. Oh, Ahsoka's... Around. Yeah, right, right, right. Sorry, backwards. With uh, and then, Yang. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Lothal looks gorgeous. Rebuilt from Thrawn's siege of Lothal, because mm-hmm. that's the last time we saw Lothal was in, yep. the, in Rebels and Thrawn's siege of the planet. 
Yeah, and that whole scene with the with the mayor or whatever. Um, yep. You know, waiting for Sabine to show up in that little chase scene. Uh, yes, the, the little chase scene. Very, very Sabine. It felt very Sabine. Yes. Yes, it did. It was really good. It was a really strong start. And yep. the story just keeps progressing very firmly and, and, and in a straightforward way. Yep. Like, it's, uh, you know, you, you very clear bad and what they are trying to do, very clear good and what they're trying to do, but their goals are so closely aligned. Yes, that... and, and but also, like, well, Ahsoka and Sabine's goals are also, while on the same path as the villains, are at the same time very, very different. Because Ahsoka's goal is to stop Thrawn from coming back, mm -hmm. whereas Sabine's goal is to bring Ezra back at whatever, at what we see is at whatever cost. Yeah. And she is very single-minded. Very much so. But also lets that go. After they, after she gets reunited with Ezra, she just she lets her attachment to Ezra, as a whole, go. Well, yeah, he put her in the friend zone, like right away. Yes. Oh, he and... totally put her in the friend zone, and <laughs> yes. But yeah, we're uh, getting wait, we're 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 meandering we're, wildly, meandering wildly, which we love to do. Uh, so Ahsoka <laughs> gets gets Sabine to look at the map. Uh, Sabine takes the map to her house, which Ahsoka didn't want her to do. Where Sabine's attacked by Shin, we get to see Sabine wield Ezra's lightsaber mm -hmm. and get beaten and get kind of stabbed in the meat of her liver, which I know everyone wants to argue that, oh, she got stabbed, why isn't she dead? I'm like, well, she got stabbed in the meat of her liver. Trust me, I know where my liver is because I had half of mine removed. <laughs> so she got, and, and the, the liver is very regenerative and, and is fine. Like, if you're going to get stabbed in your liver, that's... There are much worse places to get stabbed. Right. Yeah, and everybody, you know, I don't know if people think, like, the lightsaber, like, explodes inside of people or what, but come on. Yeah, no, it's very, it, it's cauterizing. It is, a, it is a white, hot blade. Yeah. So. But, yeah, so Sabine gets stabbed, Shin gets the map, and bails. Mm -hmm. uh, Soka saves her, and then we, uh, Sabine hacks the droid, or her, Sabine, Hera, and Ahsoka hack the HK droid, that had also attacked Sabine because the HK droids are working with with Balin and such, and we track them back to this this in this New Republic shipyard, formerly Empire shipyard. Yep, and how it wasn't just a dead giveaway when they got into the helm of that ship that they were working on, where everything was was red. Like, yes, like you know, new. new... <laughs> Like yeah, like first order red, first and, order red, new or empire red. Like either way, it is red, yeah. And it's just like oh no, like and fans are obviously like oh my god, like yeah, this is this is clearly empire remnants that are actually controlling this base. Yep, and, and we find uh, out that the, yeah, they're they're breaking down the star destroyers, which have massive hyperdrives. But not decommissioning them like they're supposed to. They're shipping them off world. Yeah, to build a giant hyperdrive. Oh, which for I villain. love when my wild, crazy prediction theories come to fruition. Because <laughs> we got to see what I wanted to see, which is the Chimera docking with it like one of the Jedi Star Cruisers. 
I forgive me. I'm eating a cupcake, and it's ruining everything in my life. Except oh, it's for... cupcake. It's cupcake. So it's, it's acceptable. <laughs> I, can, I can't stop. Um, so yeah, I uh, Ahsoka gets to, has her first fight with Maroc, mm-hmm. and which we get to see him like them dissemble the HK droid, which was a great like peak Star Wars fighting. And then Maroc does his whole whirly whirly lightsaber, throws it, and then Ahsoka does the most badass Jedi move ever of just kind of like, not even that much, of just kind of like, I'm just going to slightly turn to the right and avoid this thing from hitting me. So, I guess we'll we'll hold off a second on Maroc, but um, so much speculation over Maroc. It was exhausting. So much. Exhausting. It was very exhausting. I didn't, I didn't buy into it. But like, no, he's, he's fodder. Like I saw him as fodder. I felt that he was fodder. It, there was nothing else that he was going to be. Well, yeah, it's, 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 he's foreshadowing, but we haven't seen the foreshadowing yet. Right. Yeah. But yeah, then we have, um, then they track everybody. We track everything to the planet CDOS. Which is where they're building the giant hyperspace ring because it is actually an old night sister temple. worshiping temple worshiping yeah. grounds, uh, or it's well, I actually think of more of it like they they built the temple bec- there because it is at the end of a hyperspace lane. Well, that could also be circumstance, which we we learn later. Oh yeah, very much so. I think they. I think the, the original Night Sisters. Yeah. I think the original Night Sisters had used the whales to get from their home. What we find out later of the home planet of right. the Night Sisters, uh, and the four the the whales brought them to this other planet, and this is the first planet that the Night Sisters populated and built their first little like. Here we're going to build the build the thing that points back home. If you put the magic map on it. And then we get a big fight right there between Ahsoka and Balin. Yeah, but oh, we've got to go back to the first Ahsoka fights, uh, fights Maroc, and we get uh, dusty old bones full of green dust, dusty old bones full of green dust. (laughs) How long do you think Maroc was dead? Um, I think he was dead for quite a while, because he uh, probably likely... I'm going to say as far back as the fall of Mandalore. Okay. All right. Like, I, yeah, I definitely feel like, uh, or he was, he was with the Night Sisters when Grievous and, and Maul decided, or they, yeah, yeah, fucked off with the, that, yeah. Okay. So, uh, before this series, obviously. Very, very okay. before, I'm thinking like, like new, Rebels era is when he would have would would have been killed originally. Okay. Um, yeah, because we haven't seen this person, individual, in anything else. But we nope. may. Who knows? We may. Yeah, we may get get him in a in one of the uh, one of the upcoming series that we're going to get soon. But yes, yeah, yes, he is full of dust, and uh, we get a better fight of Shin versus uh, uh, Sabine. Yes, when she realizes uh, Sabine doesn't have any force powers. Yes, yes, because Sabine tries to do the whole hand, hey, and, and, and Shin's just like, "What are you doing? What, what, what the fuck is this?" 
you have no power. Yes, you um, have no power. Uh, yes. And then we get to Balin and Ahsoka fighting. Uh, Sabine runs up on the fight at the last second to see Ahsoka get kicked into the water, mm-hmm. which also causes... So everyone thinks Ahsoka died, but she actually got knocked... She got knocked into the water, which knocked... Which the, the force pulled her into the world between worlds. Yes, and she gets to spend a really awesome episode with her former master, Anakin. Oh my god, the flashback episode was so good. To see first one of her first battles uh, as a uh, apprentice. Yeah, as a, <laughs> as a, a child. On, as a child on a battlefield watching people die in the monologue of her talking to Anakin and Anakin trying to explain war to a child and why she has to fight and is just, oh God, Hayden Christensen, you can tell he loves the role. Yeah, it's a great role. It is. And we got to see Rex in live action for the first time and to see him pull the two blasters out and say, (laughs) let's go, let's go. Like, oh, so good. Uh, but in the whole time, Anakin monologuing, and then we get the scene of him walking off into the fog, and the flashes, and him transforming into Vader as he goes into the fog. Oh, yeah, one of my favorite scenes in the the, the whole series. Yeah, the whole, well, uh, in a very large uh, portion of Star Wars in the in the pantheon of Star Wars, that was extremely powerful. Um, you mm-hmm. know, just like you know, seeing you know, and again, Hayden uh, in Obi Wan saying yeah. that, telling Obi Wan that he did not kill him. Yeah, that Darth yep. Vader killed Anakin. Yes, and, you know, it's it was just these really great, these really good moments. Yep, uh, and then we got we, and then we jump ahead to Ahsoka on on the fall of Mandalore, mm-hmm. and fighting fighting against Maul's death troopers or Which death death yeah. yeah, very very good to see her aging the the actress being slightly aged up. You can see like her headpiece like start continuing to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, I was actually curious. And I had to go back and watch both Clone Wars and Rebels to make sure I could see that little headpiece that she wears. Because at first I thought the the, the headband was going to be kind, was kind of a was a costume piece to kind of not show the transition. Yeah. But then you get the scene where after Ahsoka gets saved yeah. of her not wearing it, and actually it's no, they actually did a really good transition of the orange to the white. Yeah. And it's not just like no, they're hiding that transition. It's like no, they actually did a good job with it. Yeah, and and those headbands are present in the animated series. <laughs> well, thank you, Eric, for doing yes. the hard work. Uh, of course. So now, I mean, I don't want to glaze over all the Anakin stuff, but I, I could spend way too much time in it. Uh, we really could spend a lot of time between the him slowly becoming darker and darker as he's talking to to Ahsoka to the point where it is clearly Sith Anakin fighting against Ahsoka and Ahsoka just be like, no, I don't want to fight you. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's just really good. It I, is. I and it, and I cannot it gives, fight with it. 
No, you can't because it also shows why Ahsoka has been so closed off, so just astotic for every time we've seen her up until this point because we have to remember the last time we saw her was when she fought Vader on Mustafar. Yeah, and then got pulled into the world between worlds and then got by the world, Ezra. Ex- and the, exactly, so she spent the past ten years very much like just like like Obi Wan did in a sort of exile, um, kind of just fighting her own demons, and then finally the world between worlds pulling her back in gives her the closure she needed to move on. Ah, good times. Now, after that... We go to uh, Hera. uh, Jason finds Ahsoka by using the Force. Like, like, I loved that scene of him. Can't Can't you you hear hear them fighting? Yeah. Can't you hear it? The lightsabers. Can't you hear it? Yeah. Yeah, and and him being shown as being extremely Force-sensitive. Yes. Uh, well, his father was a very powerful Jedi. Yes, yes, he was. I really hope we, I hope he ends up at uh, Luke's home for lost and fallen Jedi. Yeah, but that's not going to go well. No, I'm hoping that he goes there but leaves before Knights of Ren. Okay. Because <laughs> we still have, like, from this point, we still have 30 years until the sequel trilogy. Yeah, until the First Order really shows up. Yep. So we have a lot of a lot of time to get co- covered, but not in this series. <laughs> but yeah. So uh, Hera and Jason find Ahsoka. Uh, Ahsoka gets is is now wearing the all white, mm-hmm. kind of showing her having dis- having moved forward and is more in tune with the Force. Yeah, she went through a, a transition in the world yep. between worlds. Yep. And then we go. Uh, and then she talks to the whales. Yes, the purgle. The purgle. Um, and we got the giant, the big one. The big, the oldest one or something. The oldest was... one, which uh, I was so sad when we got to the minefield. Like, Yeah, well, they all, I didn't see any actually die. I didn't see so, any, any die. They're very durable, which yes, is good. They're full of blubber. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, so they, they, so Morgan Elsbeth gets away. Yep, they get Galen gets and away, Shin and uh, uh, Sabine as a prisoner, yep. heading towards Thrawn, uh, yes. using the big ring of uh, interstellar travel or whatever. Yes, the giant ring. Yes, that's so it. sort of trying to figure out what the heck to do. Uh, uh, Ahsoka talks to the whales. Yep, uh, and sort the of whale... using an Ezra power there. Yep, um, yep. Uh, uh, talks to the whales, and the whales are like, "Yeah, we'll give you a ride." We don't t- we're, we don't we don't really know where we're going, but we'll give you a ride. Yep. Which we find out it's a graveyard. Yeah, it's a exactly. It is where the Purgly went to die. Which yep. also like how they all like got so nice and neatly into the ring is a very good question. Of like, do they die? Like they like kind of hit the ring and die? Like how did the ring initially form? Like kind of think that a giant Purgly like hit a moon and which caused like because I mean that's how the Ring of Saturn came about was it okay. like a moon and poof. Space whale. <laughs> space whale. Space whale in the moon. Poof, we had a ring. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so then they show up on um, uh, Peridia? 
Peridia. Right? Yep, Peridia, okay. which we find out is the the original homeworld of the Night Sisters. Yeah, and uh, quite a you know I don't want to say boring world, but it's it's um, desolate. A desolate uh, um, reminds me of a kind of which it's ironic that it's the scenery is very east eastern european kind of very rocky not a lot of trees yeah but then also but we're also but very getting this very samurai ronin theme cuz ahsoka is star wars through a ronin slash shogunate type lens yes uh, so now... We... Uh, we have th- we, the entrance of Thrawn. It was great. Which is amazing. Like, that's also, like, number Thrawn. two Thrawn. scene. Thrawn. 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 Yeah, the Thrawn. chanting of the stormtroopers, the ba- his badass... Him, like, the power move of putting hit the, the dock over the tower... Yeah. And then bringing the ramp out and just walking off of his ship onto the tower of just like, that is a fucking power move right there. <laughs> like, such a power move. And the Chimera look, the Chimera looks badass with its gold plating. Mm-hmm. His Legion looks badass with all the red and gold uh, tying them together. Yep. Which, so we have a, we have, so we have two groups of stormtroopers at this point. There are the live troopers. And we have a handful of death troopers at this point, but we don't know that yet. Well, no, all of the troopers are alive, except yes. for the death troopers, which are dead. Are dead, and I they assume. were already dead. They were dead since they've been dead since uh, the end of Rebels. Right. So I, I do love me a good death trooper, though. Yes. Um, which oh so my yeah. god, that scene, the fight of Ahsoka uh, so- uh, and Ezra versus the. The, the old dead death troopers. Because we have two... Because by the last we episode, the we have two troopers, groups. The night troopers, troopers. And then the death troopers. Right. So... Thrawn learns of Ahsoka. Yep, learns of Ahsoka, but we don't find out till the next episode. He doesn't find out about Ahsoka's history. Right. Uh, but he lets Sabine go. He says, like, yeah... Here's the last place we we knew where Ezra was. Here's some Here. supplies. Here's and... some supplies. Go go fuck off. Yeah, uh, but of course nothing. He doesn't do anything without a reason. Nope. Uh, and so just... he sends out Balin and Shin shortly thereafter, and orders Balin to have Shin kill Ezra and Sabine. Yeah, because uh... I feel like at that point Thrawn, I don't know how, but Thrawn knew. That Balin had other plans, but he, he didn't have... know no because he also comments on Balin not being there at the uh, at the battle. Right. Uh, I don't know Thrawn. Thrawn, like you never know with him. You never know yeah. what he knows or what he doesn't know, and what is just his show. Uh, but he's tight with those Night Sisters. I'll tell you. He what. is. He is tight with the Night Sisters. Yeah, he had a <laughs> he had a good good exile. <laughs> so it's just fun fact one of those night sisters i think the main one is yep. uh the same actress that was the borg queen in star trek nice so, very nice yeah i think yep. that's kind of a good full circle that is uh, so uh sabine fights some 
I'm so I'm calling them the uh, they're not uh, the, not Tuscan Raiders. They're Ronin Raiders. Oh, you're calling them the Ronin Raiders? Okay. Yes. Yeah, they remind me of a background character from. Uh, um, God, not Rise of Skywalker. It's one of the sequel trilogies where he's he's in the background and he's got this big red head. And oh he's got, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I know who you're talking about, but yeah, uh, the sequel trilogy is so forgettable. <laughs> <clears throat> I still stand by that they're going to make it better with this stuff the same way they fixed the prequel trilogy with the Clone Wars and Rebels. Okay, just, I can I can agree just, with that. This I is, can agree with that. This yep. isn't for us, Eric. It, yes. You know what I mean? It's yeah. <laughs> it's for yes. others. So. It's for others. Uh, so then uh, then Sabine makes it to the crab people. Crab people. Oh. Yes, crab I love people. the crab people. I love their people, little they're, 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 the cra- turtle crab. They're hermit crabs. You're right. Okay. They're hermit crabs. And the, yep. the weird dog that, that she's riding on to get to the hermit crabs. Yep. Yep. And yes, I yes, I love the hermit crabs. Ezra? 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 Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> So yeah, we get the reunion between Sabine and Ezra. Yes, uh, very lackluster reunion. Between every Sabine. reunion was, except for Ahsoka and Ezra. Exactly. Um, exa- yes, it really was. Where so like there's like big hugs. Yeah, yeah. And look what you became. Yes. Uh, so yeah. So he's like, "Hey, you found me." And then she starts lying to him. That uh, lying out. Lying her by ass. omission. Lying by omission of just being like it's co- like, and, and he even comments on the whole like. It's complicated. You know, there's a lot of it's com- there's been a lot of things that are complicated with going on with you. Yeah. So, and we really don't know where Ezra is power-wise right now, like what he's been doing for this decade no. and of No, other th- other than the whole chainmail of stormtrooper dog tags. Yeah. And you know, even as a young uh, fella, he did love taking out some stormtroopers. He did. He did. And he clearly has been have like Although he like he enough he so was, that Thrawn pulled back, Thrawn pulled back and went to the tower because Ezra's also like yeah I didn't go to the tower because that was the stronghold like that was like like I could hit the raiding parties yeah. and whatnot but no I couldn't take care of these guys <laughs> but the the fight with Sabine and Ezra and Shin and the stormtroopers just seeing in live action. Because we've only seen people like force users throwing people around like that, in like animated. Like we got a yeah. couple times in the prequels With where the either Qui Gon or, or, or droids, yeah. but never like like seeing like them like flinging stormtroopers around as a combat technique. Yeah, it's, and there's been a lot of flinging in this. Yes, a <laughs> lot of flinging. Yes. Um. So now we're it's a race to, race to the finish line, really. Yeah, we Everybody... really are race to the finish line. They we uh, Balin has told Shin to, Shin that yeah, uh, go 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 join go join your role in the new what's what in the the the, the new, republic new republic that's coming. Yep. Yeah, he wants and then no part to it. He wants no part to it because he has other plans of he's trying to seek the the old gods. Yeah, he that's been calling to him this whole time. Yep, and and people are like, 
people are really debating on what the flashing tower was, if it was just lens flare, and like, no, that was clearly something, mm-hmm. no, that was significant, like, Filoni put something flashing well, there, it wasn't see, just lens flare. We do see the, um, their stronghold in, uh, Rebels, in that arc, in the Mortis arc. Right. Uh, so, Rebels, Clone Wars, I can't I can't remember, yeah. So we do see their stronghold, and it's a very similar shape in the background if you zoom in yep. on an image there. Um, and, you know, I have some wild speculation about all yeah, of that. Yeah, we also um, have, like, the father the father statue pointing directly at that, that point. Um, I, I feel like the... I, my feeling is the... That the combination of the Night Sister Tower and the Mortis God Tower or Mountain are going to kind of a hybrid be what was Mount Wondegore from um, from the heir to the Empire. Okay, so well, hold on here. So just real quick with the Mortis Gods and what has happened to them in the past. So the daughter who was heavily aligned with the light side sacrificed herself so that Ahsoka could live, but mm-hmm. is still sort of present in Morai the Owl. The yep. brother who is heavily aligned with the dark side is a big, huge pain in the ass. And then the father wanted to, you know, die and retire or whatever and be replaced by Anakin, but Anakin mm-hmm. didn't do it. Uh, yep. So I'm wondering, you know, with Balin's desires and, and, you know, the way he's sort of like, oh, well, it's all screwed up. He's going to take, if he is being called to by the father, mm-hmm. uh, uh, to sort of try to restore balance, but it doesn't replace the daughter or approach the brother at all. Uh, so it's it's kind of hard to say why he's being called, if it's the Mortis Yeah, I'm gods very and, curious. And... I also could, it very well could be... Uh, going back to the heir to the empire, because Timothy Zahn consulted on the series. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I feel like it is a not it is a dark Jedi, some sort of either dark Jedi clone. It's not going to be Sabi or Jorah Sabaoth like we got in Heir to the Empire. It's going to be somebody else that is known, but it's going to be some dark dark individual. That has been communicating with the gods. That is calling out to Balin. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll see. Uh, we will see. We got a long time to go. We get another. We got years because <laughs> we got um, unless Skeleton Crew covers it. I don't I think don't it's going to happen. Because um, we, we have Mando Four and Skeleton Crew are the next two coming. Besides Andor and Alkalite. Let's. But back to the show. Yes. The finish line. The finish line. We are rushing to the finish line. Uh, we have uh, Thrawn doing everything in his power to stop them from reaching his Star Destroyer. Um, they're doing everything they can to get to the tower to board it. <clears throat> Just talk about that. The fight through the tower. You know that. Not even the fight. Like the lead up to the tower. So. First, Thrawn sends the, the 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 two Tie Fighters to hassle the ship, which dis- disables the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, which we got to see also Sabine being, which was a, a Sabine pulling an Anakin move. 
Oh, just the, yeah, the, oh, I'm just going to crash into these TIE fighters. <laughs> I'm just going to crash into these TIE fighters and then crash the ship and then walk away like it was fucking nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hu Yang is, is like, what am I going to do? <laughs> what am I going to fucking do? Like, yeah, Hu Yang, like, I love the, also the look Ahsoka gives, gives Sabine as she's walking up the hill of just like, did you just fucking crash my goddamn ship? <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty solid move. It's something Ahsoka would have done, though. It, and exactly. she comes from a, a long line of non-traditional Jedi. Yes. Um, yes, and then we get the uh, badass scene of them, like, them dodging blaster fire on the uh, wolf, wolf bat dogs. Wolf, wolf dog, wolf, wolf muppet dogs. Wolf muppet um, dogs. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then... Like they all use the force to hold that gate open. Yes, uh, and and you know it's unclear if Sabine is actually is involved in that. Help if she's helping at that point, or if it's just Ahsoka trying to like, you can do this. You can do yeah. it. You can do We're it. We're doing it. You do it too. Yeah, um, peer pressure. Yeah, peer pressure. Yep. And then we get to the uh, entering the little courtyard there and. The sacrificial, the night troopers, who are the, who are actually finding we are, are the sacrificial pawns. Well, they all volunteered, knowing full they volunteered. Well, according yes, to Morgan Elspeth. Yes, they volunteered because they they knew that their role was to die and be resurrected. Which I didn't. That that whole. This is probably the one thing out of the whole series that bothered me is that after they get risen again, they are. One second they're like nothing can harm them and like cut chop 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 they keep getting up and coming back and then later on like five minutes later the one slash and they're dropping again like I didn't get it. Well, I think uh, I would I would venture to guess that it's it's a uh, a finite amount of power, you know. So as as they they die uh, you know, and they that's... come back. And as you they know. keep getting back up, like, yeah, they can get up from the first three slashes to the chest, but the fourth slash, they're done. Right. Their energy bar is, uh, you know. Yeah, their energy bar is gone. But then look, we have the two the two actual death troopers, which are just like, are they're beasts. Yeah, and, and the slash that removes the lower half of the jaw of the Oh, helmet. yeah, and to see, so, like, the that's where I think the death troopers have been with Thrawn since the... Because of the him decay. getting, yep, exactly. Okay. Uh, what's next? Uh, Sabine actually using the force to. Or I, I want to go back to actually like the 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 cinema cinematography of Sabine, Ezra, and Ahsoka all wielding their lightsabers, and yeah. Ezra and Sabine or Ezra and Ahsoka easily. Hitting and knocking like the blaster bolts back, mm -hmm. and then Sabine taking like getting one at every five. Yeah, and she, you can see that like they keep getting hit. The, she takes one to the head. She yes. noticed that one. She's like, "Bing!" Like right away. Yes, and that, that was before. Yeah, because like Ahsoka, Ahsoka and Ezra were lightsabers were lit at that point. Sabine wasn't. Then takes the hit. And like, oh crap! Like, gotta light yep. my lightsaber. <laughs> Which also, all right, I want to roll back some more to. Ezra building his lightsaber, thin lightsaber blades becoming being being officially canonized. Oh yeah, yeah. And Hu Yang arguing with with Ezra about like it's going to be too thin. 
No, it's not going to be too thin. It's perfect. It is. It's like my my. This is how my master taught me how to do this. Damn it. I don't understand. Like it's such a plot hole here for him to suddenly be like, oh, your your master's Kanan Jarrus. Like, how did they not mention this to Hu Yang the entire time? You know that they're hunting for Ezra. And like, I that that is a good question. That if he is that, like supposed to be control, like not controlling, but containing all of this information, how is this not been yeah, brought up before? It's, yeah, I do. That's a good question. That is a so, very good anyway. question. Filoni, please answer our question. Yep. I'll be over later. Yep. Um, but yeah, Hu Yang and the Ezra back and forth. And then we find out officially that, like, why Ahsoka stopped trading Sabine. And now it seems why, why it seems like Sabine is ready to continue the training. Yeah, no, it becomes very, everything really just starts to, the tumblers are falling into place. Yep. Which is quite... Yep. And then, alright, so then we flash flash forward, Ezra and Sabine are fighting the two, de two death troopers. Uh, I loved, and we finally get to see Sabine, or Sabine finally becomes in tune enough with the Force to use it, pulls the very Empire Strike Back callback of... The reaching for the lightsaber and having it fly to to you. Yes, uh, which is great. Worked really well and just continues this fight. Now, where are we in the jump? Yeah, the jump. Oh, so where? Yeah, the the very much an Ezra move of force trying to do an epic force jump, but then using somebody else to then catapult you up the rest of the way. I, I really liked the you have to trust me part of it yeah. from Sabine. Like, I got this. I really yeah. appreciated that and that he did. And I think yes. that was like the final seal on the envelope of, of her being uh, able to wield the force. Yes, and absolutely. I, I, and I don't know if you noticed it. Like, And all of the recasting was really good. I, I don't care what anybody says about Hera and all of that. Like, the, the casting and live action was, was good. Yes, Especially it was Ezra. Good. The eyes were weird, but whatever. Um, yeah. When he gets down in the crouch and ready to run, he does the smirk from the animation. Oh. Like, it's 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 like blink and you could miss it, but it's oh, yeah, so no, I, well done. Yes, so it's definitely, it is there, yes. But it yep. is definitely there. Then, yeah, he runs, does the jump. Uh, we also... And then he makes it, but barely. Yeah, barely. But I, I love um, that, like, the two troopers are just kind of like, should we shoot them? Nah, nah, they're too far away. They're ne yeah. He's never going to make it. And then Ezra <laughs> just kind of, like, jumps up, takes both of them out, and very <laughs> drags one of them off, but has a good and, – and with good reason to drag him off. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> we well, find out that that's how Ezra stayed hidden on the ship for so long was because yeah. he basically put on that stormtrooper armor. And that's Ezra's move. That's as a total and total Ezra move. Yeah, just hide out as a story. And still, I love that out of all the ships he stole, he stole Balin's A-wing. Yes. <laughs> Nobody's going to miss it. Balin's not Nobody's gonna, Yeah, Balin's gone, gone now. Balin and shit uh, are gone. But Balin so. and shit are gone for now. Dun-dun-dun. Uh, but yeah, so we get... Uh, so uh, Sabine sacrifices herself to get Ezra back mm -hmm. um, and decides to, rather than take have Ezra pull her up, she goes back and, and helps Ahsoka. Yeah, and thank goodness, really. Yes, because uh, Ahsoka had... 
She had Death Troopers and Morgan, which we got seeing that blade in live action was great. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Yes, that was really well done. I love the I always love the having like I love the fans that get pissy about the Night Sisters magic when you have wizards. I know. Like you have people <laughs> using force powers, but yeah. People using magic as a bridge too far in Star yeah, Wars, space, like you, you've got space wizards, and yeah, well, come on, yeah, come on, come on, um, yeah, yeah. So seeing the night, oh, we, seeing the creation of a night sister. Well, we've seen it in animation before, but not but, in live action. But of, like, she didn't see, take the the scarring in animation, which I yeah. thought was really interesting. And I don't know if that's like a old school night sister thing or what, but. Um, that yeah, because Thrawn says that when he arrived at the universe, the Night Sisters were asleep, and he woke them up. Right. So, hard to say, really. <clears throat> um, they didn't yep. lose. They didn't lose any of their powers. So now we basically have four different endings, right? Mm -hmm. So we can we we've kind of talked about Balin and Shin. Shin yep, is so joining. Yep. The 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 hordes yeah the Ronin the Ronin Raiders Ronin Raiders are Mongol hordes or whatever you want to call yep. them like they're just out there doing their thing chasing turtle people yep Balin um, is potentially approaching the Mortis gods yep it looks like he's still got a long ways to go though yep Ahsoka and Sabine are with the turtle people turtle. Uh, they're they. I feel like they are going into a kind of like a meditative period because just like how Luke crap, what is the, yeah. Cause like just like after, after Luke starts his training with Yoda, uh, but before he gets like, there's a short period, like that gets written about in, in uh, what is it? Uh, shadow of the empire where, mm -hmm. Luke was off world before he found out about cloud. Like, God, I can't, I got to read that book again to find out. Cause it takes place. Like parts of it takes place during empire strikes back. Right. And then parts of it take place afterward. It's weird. Uh, but getting the whole, like Luke in this, his meditative period where he's learning how to use the, uh, the force, uh, the force hover. Well, and in this, this whole storyline, he's building his temple. Yes. He's so. building his temple now. Well, I'm thinking more of like for Ahsoka and, Ahsoka and Sabine, it's going to be kind of like Luke's meditative period where he's – like they're very much going to become more in tune because they're going to somehow get in tune with what, what Balin is doing and track him down in right. Ahsoka season two. Great. Well, and, and – you know, Ahsoka's tied to the daughter, and we do see the Morai, uh, our little friendly owl uh, yep. here, and Anakin – Mm -hmm. Again, as a Force ghost, yep. which which some people are arguing that on when it premiered on Tuesday night, the Force ghost wasn't there. But I watched it on Wednesday evening, and the Force ghost was definitely there. And I really don't think they changed the episode in the twenty-four hours. I actually rewound that scene. I didn't know about this uh, this sort of thing because I was confused. Because Sabine was sort of staring off into that space. Sabine doesn't see him, and it but is an empty space. It she is, but she senses sense him. Something. She senses something. Yep. And then Ahsoka turns around, and she also senses him. 
and then you know for us the viewer we get to see him oh we get to see him but it's it's like end of end of uh return of the jedi where right. they're standing there nobody else can see them because we don't know that people can see force ghosts at this point right so it's it's just i think i think it's people confuse the, the you know the cinematic plot devices as mm-hmm. like oh this is canon like, yeah no, cuz I, I mean at the, at this point only two people have meditated and become in tune and force with the force enough to see force ghosts yeah. and that's and Yoda and Obi-Wan there's really no clear message that Luke saw the ghosts on Endor. He's just sort of smiling and happy. Yep. And there's Yeah, really he's with no... his sister. He's with his best friend. Yeah, they just won. <laughs> so it's just sort of like there's no... There's there's very few that can do it. Um, yep. But, you know, we got to see Anakin in multiple forms as a hologram, yes. as a flashback, and as a force ghost. And you yes. just gotta love that. I um, did, and I... I... Loved it. that So the whole series I loved. I very much look forward to what comes next. Uh, the two of us slightly disagree on our vision of where we see things going. Yes. Well, and we this this is a good starting point for our fourth ending, which is Thrawn, the Night mm-hmm. Sisters arriving at Dathomir. Yep. For and, the first time in live action. Yes. And I... I don't feel like they can do this era justice and omit our three main heroes from the original trilogy. And I, I know you disagree, and I you disagree with a good reason. I do agree with your reasoning. I just think it's going to be hard to tell stories in these 30 years and omit the three key players because they're all because they they are clearly have had heavy roles in the leading up to the sequel trilogy. So if they're going to do these shows and Filoni's movie without these players, it just becomes. I feel like it's going to become clunky. Well, McClunky, McClunky, yes, McClunky. <laughs> uh, I don't think they need to be major roles. To be clear, I, I mm-hmm. don't see any reason why they wouldn't be involved, wouldn't mm-hmm. be in a, a you know a, a phone call or whatever. Or uh, like like would... it was it like I could I could deal with it being they keep on doing like they have where they name drop Leia because Senator Organa gave orders to Hera or right. Luke the brief periods of seeing Luke in Mandalorian that are the deep fakes like I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I don't like the like where I'm on. I don't like the idea of recasting Luke, Leia, and Han. I much I I do like having them as deep fake CGI uh, with the estates being okay with it because yeah. we know Harrison Ford's not coming back. No. Like he's already said, like he's not coming back. They he they killed him off in the Force Awakens because he he was done. Yeah, uh, I just don't want them to be a major threat we have so much other lore and they're introducing so much other lore that is taking place so far away right um you know and dathomir isn't involved with the empire it isn't involved no. with the rebellion it is a whole third thing yeah um 
and you know we we are getting so much more into the magic behind star wars we were joking about it before with the wizards yep. and the witches but but we're getting so much more into the magic of it it's 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 really an interesting opportunity it and is i think you know the way the plot could move forward from where uh, admiral thoron and the night sisters landed is really interesting yep. um you know, and I think I did my best to fill you in on a lot of that. But, you know, here we are on Dathomir, home of the Night Sisters. Um, uh, who's dead there? That could be reanimated, right? So Asajj Ventress, uh, Savage Opress. Mm -hmm. There are, uh, there's this, I can't remember the character's name from the first uh, Jedi Survivor movie. Uh, he is a dark Jedi. He, he went crazy uh, when oh. he exiled himself on Dathomir. Um, and he's pretty intensely powered. And, yeah, and uh, and we clearly see that these three night sisters have no qualms raising the dead. Yeah, and they've been raised all over Dathomir through the video games. Um, yep. And you know we also have Zepho temples, uh, which mm -hmm. I keep beating on the Zepho, but the Zepho, you know the higher the Zepho glyphs were present in the old night sisters temple. It's you know they're like the oldest oldest force thing that I that is known right now. Yep. Yeah, so I'm, I'm curious where it's going to go because, yeah, the, the next two projects we have in this era are Mando Season 4 and Skeleton Crew. Mm -hmm. We don't know if there's going to be an Ahsoka Season 2 or if we're just going to leak after Skeleton Crew and Mando. We're going to go straight. To, we don't know if we're going to go straight to the movie. We really don't know what is going to be coming. Disney has been really mum about what's coming well they've had to as a negotiation tactic it with is the actors and, and everything else it so. is it very much is uh we last we heard was this is the reason that out of the d or out of star wars celebration we only got a timeline yeah so i think you know ahsoka and sabine will see and this is you know i want them to come back via the world between worlds somehow mm -hmm. because of Morai and the, and the Mortis gods, but that would mean who Yang would be left behind. Um, right. I, because... I like the idea of they somehow they get the whales to come back, which also very big plot hole of where the frick were the minefields when the, the giant hyperspace ring was leaving and well, they when they just... were coming. Like, both they, ways. He like... issued the mines. He said to put the mines out there. Ah, uh, okay. So... Oh, right, right. So... All right, but then we that know goes they have to little like, thrusters, so yep. call him back. Maybe he did call him back. Okay, all right, all right. He could have called him back, which means that, which means the Pergly can come back, mm -hmm. and I think they Ahsoka's Ahsoka and Sabine, Shin and Shin. I don't think Balin will come back. No, I mean, he's going to come, come back, back for his story, but I don't think he's going to come back to the Star Wars universe when shin ahsoka and sabine do yeah and whatever happens to him at this point because of uh the passing of um ray stevens mm -hmm. uh he's going to be physically changed which is yep. why i suspect he's going to be taking the place of uh one of the mortis gods yeah i definitely yeah definitely feel that because they they, ha they have to recast like yeah they that that storyline they cannot leave that storyline alone because i think it's it's very much goes into feloni's big vision of what he has planned for this era yeah so i think it's very very easy to assume he will be physically changed yep yep and uh yeah i'm very curious where we're going because we 
Because, yeah, there's not a lot of word on... Besides that we have two shows and the supposed movie are the only things we know know that are coming. And that's Ahsoka, folks. Yep. That's Ahsoka. (laughs) That's an hour of Ahsoka. (laughs) Yep. Uh, So, what do you think? Should we do Loki? (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. We we, we can do Loki now. We'll do Loki quick because we only have one episode. Yep. Uh, We can can, pick... It hits the gray. Like, it felt like a season finale yeah. kind of episode. Well, I have a feeling we just watched the season finale because we are talking about time travel and, and all of these other things. Yes, I think it's I, – I, I, I can't say if this is my independent idea, but I got it from Reddit, and I really think this is the, the- thematic. Think of wait, uh, or uh, uh, Bill and Ted. Bill, Bill and Ted, Ted logic. Um, what's the one with Bruce Willis and uh, – uh, where he goes back and he has he's supposed to kill himself or something. Oh, 12 um, monkeys. No, but yes, that's that's not time travel though. Well, yeah, I guess it is. Anyway, it is time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, same same um, concept where where cuz I think it in the show I think it's Loki is the one who purges Loki. Right, the way he came bursting out at the end. Um Ob steals the show. Steals the show, which is I, I. So I made this comment on Reddit of so, Ob stole the show, which is a really hard thing to do because Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston both were also killing it. Yeah, and they've got they've already got wonderful and established chemistry. So. <clears throat> they do, and it just comes back because we we jump into Loki's freaking out. Because of what just happened at the end of time. Like, just, like, mind-blown, freaking out. And then he's also time-slipping. Yeah. Um, Which also the fact that he starts in the past TVA. Mm -hmm. And we find, because we get the whole, like, the one statue, the conference room with the faces. Yeah. Which is interesting. I didn't realize that he could prune a wall, but... Um, well, it makes sense because that's what the little bombs are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Overall, a uh, really strong start, heavily teasing uh, this series, mm-hmm. and uh, really challenging viewers, I think, because uh, right off the bat, you have to, you really have to start figuring, they're not spoon-feeding you anything. No, they're not spoon-feeding to us, because it's like, you, you quickly start to have to pay attention to the scenery around Loki, because what era is he in? Is he is in the past? Is right. he in the present? Or is he in the future? Which is what we get at the very end of the episode of that he jumps to the future and find out and like we get like he finally meets up with Sylvie with that with the weird phone call who's who was calling him like who was who was on the phone which <laughs> well, becomes like... into the whole like yeah the whole Bill and Ted of like it's Loki calling because Loki wanted to draw Loki to that spot so Loki could purge Loki and I like the working with the individuals in the past to make sure the future is working. Yes. You know, it's yes. Like oh my Obi God. Obi. Nick. Yeah. Obi having the conversation with Loki and then remembering the conversation when talking to Mobius. 
in real time like in real time of like oh yeah i have that thing it's right here yeah no i don't have it wait maybe i do maybe i do (laughs) wait i think i do remember this happening one time before what was the guy's name that was with you again the thing the thing to note about the writing of this episode uh which is hard to miss i think because it's so fast-paced like you said eric but is that they will establish a rule Mm-hmm. And then within a moment, break that rule. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, well, how did we break that rule? We, we shouldn't be able to do that. Well, yeah. I don't know. We did it. And, we did it. you know, mm-hmm. so it's just this really, it's fun. It's, it's really yep. fun to be like, no, you can't do that. Well, I just did it. Yep. So. Yes. Um, yeah. And, it's uh, almost impossible to speculate. It's, it's, it really is because we get Sylvie at the very end at the the McDonald's. 80s McDonald's, which is like nostalgia to the max. Yeah. Somewhere in the Midwest. I don't remember where. Uh, I want to say it was Nebraska. Okay. I think so. I think it was Nebraska, but I could be wrong. But yeah, we uh, very end, we have Sylvie at the McDonald's, which she orders everything and obviously couldn't pay, which is why I think we get what we get in the trailers of sylvie working at mcdonald's, at McDonald's because yeah. she couldn't pay her bill yeah <sighs> uh but yeah that whole episode was great uh the mobius like trying so hard to save loki which you can just tell that the, these two have such a powerful have only known each other for a short time but have a very powerful friendship that yeah. they have built in that time and yeah. trust true yeah you're right because like very very early on like loki's just like do you trust me and like moby's like yes okay i do and off they go and mobius is go. risking life and limb to that his skin will be ripped yep. off of him um b15 was great as like trying to be like no like you cannot think of anything in the way you thought about it before yeah and then the, the the two judges very much taking very different stances on how the TVA needs to move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the subtle the subtle cinematography of um, in different spots the TVA uh, the logo the A has fallen off the logo. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's a clue to the timeline, of course. Yep. So it is going to be an interesting ride. Yep, um, I really want to know where Renslayer is. Like, we we need to find out where where is Renslayer. Yeah. And Jonathan Majors. And Jonathan where Majors, is, like, yeah, where, where is, is there is a Kang? There's actually, I, I feel like we're gonna get a number of Kangs in this because we're gonna and get Timothy that Thomas. That was teased as well. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we're gonna get the the. We're probably gonna get He Who Is uh, okay. back when he was creating the TVA. Uh-huh. And I think we're going to get this, the new, a new Kang that is going to somehow, going to be a big bad going forward. Because I well, really think month. that, yeah, <laughs> till next month, we're going to go, which we're going to do basically another hour of, Lo- an hour of Loki. <laughs> and then something else. And then something uh, else. Yeah. Because the end of spooky season. Yep. Yeah, there's some good stuff coming out, I think, towards the end of the year, uh, all month. Maybe we can talk about Barbie a little bit or something. Yes, we can um, talk about Barbie, uh, Cocaine Bear, or not, not Cocaine Bear, uh, The Machine is on Netflix. Yeah, I w- I've watched about half of it. And, I, I have uh, not gotten around to watching it yet. I see I see it 
Netflix, my TV has a bad memory issue where, because you know how Netflix is one of the only streaming services that kind of starts playing the preview? Yeah. Because of that, it, that takes up memory on my TV. You can turn and then that it, off. Oh, I can't. That's what Yeah, log in on, on, on a computer. You can do it. Oh, I can do that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's yeah. silly, man. Silly, Eric. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we've got lots of stuff coming. Uh, we have the Marvels at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm kind of, I want to see it, but not in theaters see it. Yeah, I'm not super excited. All right. Do you want to play our game real quick? Yes, our Eric. game. we got to be real quick. <laughs> I am so used... far behind. <laughs> yes. We went over. Um, yes. So this was my design. Was, Your design, you know, Meg and, and I have we're been gonna... watching the Final Destination movies, yeah. and I started being like, "Well, you know, they're they're talking about doing a reboot. How do I cast it?" And okay, well, I sort of started picking people out that I thought would be kind of interesting to have in it, like Ryan Reynolds or Zach Braff or yeah. something like that. And then I started, well, "What if it's like it's it's more meta, like mm-hmm. um, uh, the." Ready, not Ready Player One, whatever that Ryan Reynolds movie was that he did recently where it was like he was aware that he was... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Fall Guy, um, yeah. So I was like, well, what if all these actors walk out of a movie of Final Destination and then they sort of stumble into their own Final Destination? And that's then I was like, oh, well, we just have to recast uh, a comedy movie. <laughs> Yeah, and well, then I then I got then you sent it to me, and I started running with it, and came up with the, well, no, let's do it of the comedy actors in their movie of how they would have died within the plot of their movie if it right. was Final Destination, and my my example and my my first one is so I picked Anger Management as my movie, right, and I picked. Uh, so the 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 Adam Sandler's characters, his anger ally, the scene where they're at the bar and they pick the fight with the blind guy, or the, the anger ally picks the fight with the blind guy, and through a weird turn of events, the the anger ally is killed by the blind guy's walking stick. <laughs> so if you haven't seen the Final Destination movies, there is often uh, one of the individuals in the first act will see a catastrophic event happen and uh, see their own death and uh, other people's deaths right alongside of it. Uh, and then they make a choice and then death is hunting them. So yep. we have each chosen a movie with an event where they should have died, and then death is chasing them. Uh, and we're going to kind of lay out that event and the deaths of as many characters as possible from yes. my end. I had to get clever. Um, oh, yeah. I did. Would... See, I actually I decided not to do anger management. I decided to do something different. Yes. I well... changed my mind. I changed my mind. So I did, I did Tommy Boy. Very nice. Okay. Yes. We picked very different movies that we've picked from each other. This is great. Um, I will reveal mine once you are done with Tommy Boy. Yes. Uh, so, again, it's a small cast. It's a small cast, which makes it really well. Like, the dad already dies easily. Yep. yep. So, Tommy Boy, to avoid death, his avoids of death is the scene where he's where he's practicing, he's buffing the, uh, the, the oil cylinder, and it shoots off and flies over the factory. Him avoiding death is 
that canister was supposed to hit him and kill him. Right. So then, but then, like, the whole movie at that point, all of his antics fall into place of, no, the car breaking down, the deer, him with the different things that happened to him are all because death is trying to get him. <laughs> um, okay, that's it. That's, that's, that's it. That's it. I, I don't need to go. Because like all the events of the movie just fall into place of like, yeah, the car breaking down, the like the hood flying up, the deer, him walking around the factory <laughs> and having things happen to him. Like it's all death trying to kill him. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I chose a, a slightly different movie, uh, Clueless. Um, their their near death experience uh, that sets things into motion would be uh, Cher Alicia Silverstone's character driving them on the freeway and them all almost dying several times because she's not good at driving and won't right. pay attention and just screaming and screaming. So there's three characters in the car at that time. I think uh, Murray played by Donald Faison from Scrubs. Uh, Dion, which is played by Stacey Dash, and of course Alicia Silverstone playing Cher. Uh, now we have to spiral off their deaths from this car. Yep. Now, and it's going to ripple out into a couple of other characters too. So Alicia Silverstone dies. I'm gonna, actually, you know, I'm going to save her. Uh, Travis, a different character, he was on the phone with them, let's say, and he thinks that they all died, so he just kills himself, uh, yeah. which is pretty hard in the Final Destination universe unless you were supposed to die, and yeah. uh, nobody likes Breckenmeyer. Um, Donald Faison, uh, Murray, the football player guy, he does, uh, he, he breaks his leg in a uh, hacky sack accident, which then later causes him to accidentally put his crutch through his girlfriend's face uh, when she is taking a nap, and he slips in her brain guts and smashes his own head uh, on, on a nearby piece of furniture. Um, and then, of course, uh, rippling out from there, Alicia Silverstone and uh, Paul Rudd's character, her stepbrother Josh, they die by murder-suicide uh, forced upon them by their father, uh, who has found out about their inappropriate uh, um, relationship. Now, what has happened here is because Alicia Silverstone, she, she falls for Josh because she has learned how to be a nice person by pairing up Mr. Hall and, and Miss Geist to try to get better grades by making her teachers less grumpy. Well, the father also knows that this is how this all sparked, so he goes on a killing spree in the high school uh, and, and kills the two of them and then himself. <laughs> that's all i got <laughs> yeah all right see i i came i kept on coming up with other ones i i that's just wow like, i kept on, I, I kept on trying to come up with ways to kill the characters in like going in the plot of the movie like so going back to anger I management seen... Yeah, I hadn't seen Clueless in a long time, so oh, I just yep. really had to be like, ah, I know. See, that. this is where having like my my near idyllic memory comes in handy because like I can I can like literally start playing scenes in my right. head. So I, I go back to like so Adam Sandler's character dies, 
because when he goes to Boston and he gets in the fight with the chick with the Boston underwear and she's mm-hmm. throwing the cupcakes out of at, at him as he's backing out he trips over a rail falls and then smashes on the rocks below uh oh horrible bosses yeah i thought that was a really easy one too uh would have been great because you know like their their should have died moment starts from figuring out like who the drug dealer is and oh, then, okay. you know that or not the drug dealer sorry i was just thinking about pineapple express but again <laughs> could totally be done um yeah. see i think i keep on coming back to adam sandler movies or like adam sandler movies you really could if you can find a moment in the beginning that where they almost die, then the rest of the movie, then all the gags become Them death dying. is actually trying to kill him. So, uh, uh, what's the one where he goes back to school? Oh, so Billy Madison, he, he actually, died by the side of the pool. He died by the, he should have died of alcohol poisoning beside, by the side of the pool, but he remembers about nudie magazine day. Right. So then that way that gets him. So death is after him from the whole movie. So like the dodgeball game that should have been like, he should have died at the dodgeball game. Cause he would have slipped on the ball and fallen or, oh, and then it keeps going. And like, please. he should have been smashed by the keg. Please do like 10 of these. Just make yes. 10 videos <laughs> with graphs and charts, graphs and charts. And like, cause, cause I also, if I'm going to do that, I, it also is sitcom show logic where everything gets reset by the next episode. So, like, the next scene, everything's back to normal, too. Right, yeah. It's Peter Griffin smoking meth, and then he's fine. Um, exactly, yes. <laughs> well, that was Hitchhiker's Guide to the Dollar Tree. <laughs> if you have made it all 139 minutes with us, folks, congratulations. I'll even put this on YouTube for Megan to surprise her yes, on Wednesday. Yes, yes. Surprise, Ooh, Megan. Surprise, Megan. Um... Yeah. Wow. We'll be talking a lot more Loki next time, I guess. Yes. Lots of Loki. <laughs> Maybe uh, they'll be wrapping up some spooky season stuff that we yeah. watched. Maybe there'll be some um, news. Maybe some news. Unlikely. I think the next big Disney event is in mid to end November of the because that's the I believe that's the exe- the the shareholders meeting. I believe is in November, oh, and that always ends up with a lot of announcements. As much as we hate the shareholders, they get told the stuff that we end up getting as news later on. Yes. All right. Well, that's it, kids. I got to (laughs) go. Later.